Welcome to Aspire Higher Health and Fitness. We are a fitness and lifestyle company that takes a holistic approach to achieve a better you. Aspire Higher Health and Fitness is about overcoming. What does overcoming mean? It means overcoming the obstacles life throws at you. We are here to help you get out of your own way. Bust down those barriers, break through any and all limitations. Follow us each week as we discuss how to level up your life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Aspire Higher Health and Fitness. Thank you for joining us again today. This is your host, DJ Prasad, and Tracy Anderson. <laughs> and we have our special guest today, Mr. Chad McFarlane, a good friend of mine. And we used to work together back in the day. And so he's joining us today on our new episode. Chad, say hi. Hello. So today we are going to get into something a little more lifestyle based. The past few weeks, we spent a lot of time focusing on the fitness end, and we're still going to go into that a little bit today as well. But today we're going to focus on uh, a little bit more based on Chad's lifestyle. So what we're going to get into here now, of course, Pride Week just passed here. and. Uh, in September. September. No, the one that was just, what was it just it, happened? It's in September for Calgary, for Calgary yeah. but Pride Month uh, worldwide basically is June. Pride Month, sorry, not Pride yeah. Week. So, what we're going to get into, so Chad, tell us a little bit about you first. So, a little bit about your background, who you are, and uh, I mean, we can actually get into a little bit of how we met. So, as you guys all know, I'm a personal trainer, and Chad is as well. We worked together at a former company that we were at. So, tell us a little bit about you first. Um... Oh God. Okay, about me. Uh, <laughs> um, well, um, yeah, like you said, um, I'm a personal trainer. At least was a personal trainer. Um, not sure um, I would be a personal trainer anymore. I think I'm kind of almost done with that aspect. But did that for almost a decade. Um, before that, I was just uh, your, you know, lowly retail worker, which is no slam on retail workers because they're. <laughs> You put up with a lot of crap. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in my 30s. Um, uh, and like he looks to, like he's in his teens. Folks. I like. Oh, that's sweet. Um, <laughs> you're a good liar. Um, I like to work out. Um, it's uh, one of my passions in life. I'm kind of a big geek. Um, my world revolves around things like comic books and uh, geek culture and and TV binge watching awesome watch cool TV shows <laughs> and yes he's wearing a Spider-Man shirt right now I am actually wearing a Spider-Man shirt right now um, it was this or Justice League but this one was uh, this one was less wrinkly so I, I went with this one and I know but you guys can so. I'm like that's why I'm giving the, the verbal description so. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we worked together for a few years in a form company that, uh, or um, it's a company still, but we're not there anymore, of course. Um, and that's where we came good buddies from there. And with that, what we're going to get into a little bit first. So Chad, with your life and how you have uh, progressed to where we are today. Yeah. Let's get into, let's start off with uh, some of the highlights. So as you were growing up, first of all, uh, going into the whole concept of what pride is and with people who are maybe struggling with coming out and you're know, being who they are. Yeah. What were some of the things that made it easier for you? Um, well, uh, but for me, I mean, I, 
I don't like to say I grew up in a different town because that makes me sound old and I'm not really <laughs> that old yet. But um, when you go back to even the 90s, it was a very, very different time than it actually is now. Um, the only things that really made it easier for me, um, uh, I mean, really was Ellen coming out on national TV and that happened in what, oh, 90, I remember that episode. 97? And she was the first um, lead gay character in at least a sitcom. Um, and it was big news. Up until that, we had like stuff on like Knott's Landing where there was like, you know, the one hoe off to the side that had a crappy storyline and he was never happier. The gay person was always the serial killer. Or, like, you know, was, <laughs> wow. Um, it was like, you know, the, the big butch lesbians that were like, you know, it was all very stereotypical. There wasn't a lot of um, good good portrayals um that and the original uh uk version of queerest folk were about the only things i had um when i was a kid when i was coming up um and so the rest of the rest of my life was basically bombarded with um you're not normal there's not a lot of stuff out there like you um, so it was really only a couple of a couple of influences, and the rest really had to come from me um, of telling myself that it, that I was who I was supposed to be, and look at myself in a positive light. So then, when a couple of things that we make fun of entertainment, we say, "Oh, it's just movie or it's just TVs," but it really does have the ability to affect lives. Um, and then once that happens. Um, some more stuff got opened up and obviously some more positive portrayals and some more people started stepping out. And um, the one other thing was the straight allies that we had. There weren't a lot, but there were people like Madonna who in the 80s was standing up for gay men um, who were dying of HIV AIDS long before even the president of the United States even uttered the word AIDS. Mm. Um, so to People, when people say, oh, somebody like Madonna really helped me be myself, and then people roll their eyes and they're like, how could a straight woman who's obviously in it for making money help you be yourself? But she was one of the only major rep. She was the biggest star on the face of the planet, and she was saying, my best friends are gay. Um, there's nothing wrong with you. Here's my music. It's dedicated towards you. She was releasing pamphlets at her 1987 concert saying, hey, be educated about HIV AIDS. So stuff like that helped me um, with positive portrayals. You know, I'm not going to lie. I am guilty of being one of those people. When I've heard people say, like, Madonna changed my life and stuff, I was actually saying, I'm like, how? How could someone like that? But hearing it from that perspective actually does make a difference. Yeah, I she, would never have thought of it that way. No, she was she was one of the she was one of the few. She was like really one of the few. Like if at that point, it could have been career suicide to come out and say, like, wake up, like gay people are in the eighties. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, the president of the United States wouldn't even wouldn't even utter the word AIDS. He didn't utter it until the end, like the end of the eighties, eighty seven, eighty eight, and. There she was, this huge star that could have lost most of her fan base going, no, I'm going to stand up for you. You are my friends. You are the people that that supported me. I'm going to support you. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, yeah, when, when you look at it like that, there was no other positive portrayals. And then you have this person who was putting themselves on the line. And like you said, yeah, you can make fun of it and be like, oh, you know, just this woman. Oh, Madonna, people make a lot of fun of her, whatever. Um, but she... Yeah, was one of the few that was like, dude, you're perfect the way you are. 
So yeah, there, okay, okay. and when you didn't have anything else, that meant something. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give a little more respect to Madonna than I have. I think. <laughs> <laughs> to hear somebody say how it made them feel does change things. Because when you know what I mean, like hearing someone directly say this is why, as opposed to just yes, she made a difference to me. Yeah. Hearing the why behind it actually. Yeah. Okay, Madonna, I'll back off. You're, just, <laughs> you're cool. You're cool. You really hate on her. I didn't hate on her, but I. <laughs> Okay, fine. Well, I'm glad you... you explained it in a way that makes sense to him now, though, because I've tried to explain why she's such a gay icon in the past. Yeah. It didn't it click. It didn't really sink in. I mean, yeah. she... Wow. Where was she? She recently got an award um, from GLAAD, and she told the story of how she went to basically what was set up as an AIDS ward, and there were men in there, men and, and women, but mostly men, because, I mean, that's where it hit the gay community the hardest was gay men and during the 80s. Um, like, literally laying sick, dying in their beds with nobody there, and she would go and she would get into bed with them, hold them, just so they had some sort of human contact. And this was at a time when they didn't even really understand HIV and AIDS and wasn't sure how it was spread, and there was people that were still saying, you can get it from a toilet seat, and like all this idiotic stuff. And she was going and she was crawling into bed with these people and holding them just so that they had some sort of human contact. Like, that makes a difference. And when somebody does stuff like that, that makes difference and it lets you know no i'm not wrong because i mean up until i mean let's face it up until the 80s the 80s was when positive portrayals of gay people started but, i mean there was probably a few before that but not that i can think of off the top of my head not in the 70s 60s definitely not going back to the 50s 40s 30s there was there was nothing so hmm. when you had somebody that was that big and that powerful saying hey you're okay yeah so yeah okay that does Changed a lot perspective I had. I'm not gonna just think of her as a douchey Hollywood, like Hollywood person diva anymore. I mean, she's partially that too. I don't get me wrong, but there's there's more to it. You know? There's, there's more, more to it. Okay, there's yeah. another level that I never gave respect to. That's yeah. a fair point. Now, who would you say along that trip of to self discovery? I guess is the best way to put it. Would you say where aside from Madonna, where your positive influences, role models, people that made you think I can do this? Um, just in life or, or yeah. in regards to like my sexuality? Well, both technically, I guess is, cause I mean, your sexuality is you. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot, um, it was my mom. Who is a wonderful, sweet lady, by the way. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of meeting her a number of times and she's a great lady. She's pretty cool. <laughs> um, she's I. She's a, she's a, so what you hear from Chad right now, just picture that in a woman. Uh, it's kind of kind of his mom. <laughs> She's way nicer than me. She um, was very sweet. I have to admit, she was. <laughs> um, she always, without without knowing that I was, well, explicitly knowing that I was gay, because um, she told me when I came out. She said, "I know." Um, without explicitly knowing, she always just told me, "You can do or be whoever you want." Um, so that was a huge, huge influence on my life. Really, that there that was about it. There wasn't. There wasn't that much. There wasn't, I don't have any like, you know, those sentimental, oh, this teacher told me this right. story kind of thing and changed my life that it didn't happen. But really, what more could you want than your mom, like the, the most pinnacle person, that person you'd have in their life, your mom being right, like that's, that's pretty great. <laughs> it, no, that's very true. I mean, I'm very lucky in that sense because there are a lot of people who are much less lucky and who yeah. unfortunately do not have that support system at hand. 
So going into that side of things then. Yeah. First of all, as you know, there is always going to be like, we all know, there's always someone who does not like somebody else for whatever the reason is. Yep. Now, when you talk about, because there's going to be people, uh, folks out there who some of you may be struggling with that right now even. What would you suggest is one of the first steps a person can take to say, okay, I'm going to come out, I'm going to let people know who I am? Um, oh, wow. Um, I know that's a powerful question because that's, <laughs> that's a big deal. Like, it's like that's a huge, it's huge thing. Well, yeah, it's, it's yeah. very, very personal. I mean, you hear and you see people get upset all the time about people being forced out. Mm -hmm. You even see people defending like horrible, shitty politicians that like have like, you know, had anti LGBTQ voting records their entire careers, their entire lives that are very obviously part of the gay community. Um, being forced out and you even hear people defending them no matter how horrible they were to the LGBTQ community because it is such a personal decision. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first thing, the, the first thing is, um, is self-acceptance. Mm -hmm. um, you have to realize that it's who you are, no matter who you are, whether you're a gay man, a gay woman, um, bisexual, whether you're trans, um, whether you're asexual, whether you're, whatever you are, you have, it, I mean, it starts with self-acceptance and knowing that who you are is perfect. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Um, there is a support system out there for you. If you don't have one, it may take a bit of work to find it. Um, but there is one out there for you if you need that outside support system as well. Um, but it really all starts from within there. I mean, you watch things like even, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. And you have these, these, we talked about that a few times. Yeah, <laughs> these men that are, these, these men and some trans women that are, um, on this show that is win winning Emmy Awards and they're not out to their families yet. Um, because they don't feel safe or comfortable coming up to their families, but they're obviously out because they're on a national television show. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it all starts, I mean, it really all starts from within and figuring out exactly who you are. Um, it's a lot easier to deal with rejection and hate that is thrown at you when you're secure in who you are. So for people struggling, um, I mean, really working on yourself is kind of the first step, which sounds really vague and really broad, but it's so personal to every single person. It's very different for every single person. Um, I mean, mine took, I don't want to say four years, but like, you know, around when I was 13, I remember thinking, thinking to myself, God, if you're still like this at 18, well then maybe you can accept that, this, but you know, it might change between now and then. Um, Keep, again that, keep in mind, again, that was the early 90s, so it was a different time. Um, and by the time I was 17 at that point, I was out. So even before my deadline, you know, that I set for myself. Like, right. it took, it, I worked on myself in those years as a teen, during your developing years, figuring out who you are. Um, and really, really came to um, some self-acceptance that it was okay to be who I was. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly really personal kind of internal thing you got to work on yourself figure out who you are no matter who that is and that's one of those things uh, which how many episodes we spent on talk about support systems we talked about how to learn to trust yourself learn to like yourself all those things and for anyone going through that anyone struggling with that it's it's not just an overnight process this is no. something that it's it's going to take time and yes i think one of the issues a lot of people do have with that is 
yes, it takes time, but they forget to give themselves the time. They almost yeah. rush it, almost. Or... Well, especially in today's world where everything is so instantaneous, <laughs> you think it, you think everything is going to be instant, and something like that on a personal journey, if you're not ready to come out, it's not going to be overnight. You're not just going to read some article in a magazine and be all empowered and be like, oh, well, I mean, you might. It might happen that way. It might click something in somebody's somebody's mind. It might happen that way. But a lot of times, it's a. It can be a. Lot, long drawn out and painful process to figure out who you are there's a lot of i mean for me there was a lot of guilt a lot of self-loathing a lot of hatred that i was wrong that something was wrong that something was weird that oh my god i can't be like this and yeah it takes time that most most likely is not going to happen overnight and i'm going to assume now and i can only guess so you can correct me if i'm wrong here but feeling as you were saying guilt and self-loathing this is an external place that came from is that um because you, yes. you didn't feel that about you you felt yeah. that because it's being given to you or that's not the right term um yes. society's view on you. absolutely if i had if i had just grown up and there was no outside influences and like you know you're the only not the only person on the planet but you're, you know you're you and there's there's nobody saying there's anything wrong with anybody else you just grow up and you just be like this is who i am for sure for sure for sure outside influences for sure telling you you're wrong telling you you're not right um, you know, I mean, I, you think about it, what was it 11, 12 years ago? How many years ago was it? Oh, I'm forgetting now. That, um, same-sex marriage was legalized in Canada. Mm. It's a new phenomenon. It's, it's phenomenon. It's not a phenomenon. It's, it's normal. But the acceptance of it is a new phenomenon because it wasn't accepted before then. So we're still in a relatively new phase of the world when it comes to this. And like, that's not legal everywhere, so is it? Or is no, it God, no, you can... It is, it's everywhere in Canada. Everywhere in Canada. Everywhere in Canada. Um, and Some now everywhere in the States. Is it everywhere? Yeah, it's everywhere in the States. Of, uh, I'm terrible with, I'm terrible with timelines, but three to five years ago when the... Uh, three years ago when the, when the Supreme Court in the States um, legalized same-sex marriage. Um, just recently in Australia with the referendum that they yes. did. Um, that was very recent. That was only... Uh, last year, last year yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I was. So I mean, we're talking year, really new. Yes, it's really, really new. So a lot of outside influences, and I mean, you still have people saying things like, um, "I have no problem with you, but I disagree with your lifestyle." Bitch, what? <laughs> you disagree what with my mean? lifestyle? What does that's that like, mean? What does that's that like mean? me. That's like me saying I disagree with the fact that you're a child, or I disagree with the fact that you're 35, or I disagree with the fact that you're a woman, or I disagree with the fact that you're a man. Or there's. I'm there's, just gonna throw this in there. I may have multiple times in my life, and even on air, said I disagree with veganism. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't disagree with it. I just don't. I just I like my chicken and I like my steak. So, um, yeah. So when you hear when you hear that, it it influences you to, and mm -hmm. and then you think it's wrong. You think it's wrong, and it and seeps inside of you. And yes, it helps with helps. It causes self-loathing. It causes not accepting of yourself. It's, when it comes to that kind of thing, like one thing I really don't like that I still you still hear people say, which. It's weird to think that we're, it's 2019 and you still hear people say, well, it's their choice. Yeah. That one bugs me. That one really gets me. Actually. Well, well especially I'm, when there's so much information out there. It's 2019. It's, it's, it's not a choice. Like, mm -hmm. They've done genetic studies on identical twins. One is gay, yeah. one isn't. Like, it's it's well, part I'm, of your DNA. I mean, it also happens in 
the animal kingdom, yeah, tough, almost, yeah. almost every single species of animal has shown some form of homosexual tendencies at one point. You think lions are just like, hey, I'm going to choose to like be gay. No, it's it's their nature. Yes, yeah. it's, it's their nature. Exactly. It's their nature. And I mean, they disprove them. They disprove it themselves anyway when they say, oh, they choose to be gay. Because I mean, technically, if you choose, well, then you could choose to be bisexual. Right? If that's, that's if right. it's a lot and you choose that. So you could, if you're a homophobic, bigoted man, well, then, you know, figure it out yourself. I'm going to choose to be bisexual and then I'm going to choose to just be straight again. You just prove it yourself. They're, they're not like, I mean, you would still love women. You would still like what, you know, choose to be bisexual then. Are you kidding? But they don't. They, yeah. they, because they can't. One would think, they can't. One would think being bisexual would be the, the ultimate. Because that opens up your possibilities for, you know what I mean? You got, you got the entire world. The whole, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's a lot of people who are unhappy with their lives it and lonely. and open up possibilities. It also might create a world of headaches. It would create <laughs> a lot, probably. What do you mean? <laughs> so more romantic and more, like, romance itself is a bitch. You can't yeah, need like to get... Relationships, <laughs> yeah. relationships are difficult as it is. Right? You just opened yourself up to... All yeah. billions of more re possible relationships that are going to screw you up. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, yes. I was trying to turn that that into a positive in this <laughs> so it, it sideways. Could, it could be. I guess what we're getting down to is relationships are hard. No yes, matter what your your sexuality. That's, yeah, that was the gist of that. Is the relationships are relationships are yes. Difficult. So what you're saying is it's better off to just relationships are just rough. Relationships doesn't matter can, what can, relationships can be difficult. It doesn't matter who you're in love with, who you're dating. So man or woman. One thing that I always do, which we were actually just talking about this not that long ago, but like there's so many acronyms now. And I mean, well, just if it was, I just remember first is LGBT, then yep. they had the Q, and yep. now there's other, like there's a whole bunch of other ones, and yep. like it's getting confusing. Yeah. Um, you want to know what you you. Here's the thing. Um, so even even right now, I'm trying to remember in my head the the full on acronym that takes it all through Q I A A P. I, like I'm I'm would need to actually look it up to get the exact part when you're throwing in all of the all of the letters of the rainbow. Um, I would need to look it up. People say, oh, it's confusing. It's con when you look it up and you take really, I want to say when you take. 10 to 15 minutes it's yeah. not even that long when you take 10 to 15 minutes to look up to see what they are what they mean and what the people who are them describe it as and say about themselves it is the simplest thing in the world when i because for me when i hear it well what i think is you have man likes man man likes woman woman likes man woman likes woman you like both or you like neither and i'm like there's your, your base categories I and, think that's part of the problem where we try to like fit everybody into a category and it's more fluid. There is I guess well, that's, so. ex yeah, yeah. that's exactly that's exactly it. I mean there there's um there's um the people who have no sexual interest towards anybody but have romantic interest towards people. Um, well, that's a so they one. so wow. they don't they don't wanna have sex, they just wanna have romance. Have, have romance. Um, there are people who really are 
attracted to almost no one. They're like, I mean, there, there's, it's very fluid. It's a very, and that's again what I'm saying. It's a new phenomenon. This is just what we're learning because all of these people are finally in this time and age, feeling okay to say this is me, this is who I am, and even though it may be completely different from what we knew even 20 years ago, this is just the way humanity is um, progressing. Um, like people are finally free to say this is who I am so yeah we're learning a bunch of new stuff but really if you just take half a second to look at um, intersex people or asexual people or poly people and trans people you just take half a second to look and learn and listen to what they're saying it's the easiest thing it's the easiest thing all you got to do is listen to them I mean that's, we have we have Google for prices you know <laughs> like, LGBTIQA. No, there's more. That's all, oh, bro. Okay. Yeah, no, there's and way there's more. And there's a plus at the end. There's way, right? and the plus is the plus is hitting everything that's being missed. Right. <laughs> that's a good yeah. way to do it. So that way, everybody's in there one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's tons of new ones. Like, I just learned what Holly is a few months ago. Yeah. I did not know. What I guess that that's meant. one of those things where you're right because we're always trying to put everybody into a box and be like, hey, what are you? What yes. are you? But it doesn't necessarily work that way. No, absolutely, it does not work that way. Even straight people don't necessarily fit in that box. Well, yeah. Exactly. Well, just like you said, you just learned what Polly was a few months ago. Well, there's a straight person who wants a one-on-one, there's a straight person who wants more than one, there's a straight person who, yeah, so. Exactly. You don't necessarily have to be bi to be Polly. Nope. Gender and, and sexuality is Fluid. Not, fluid. 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 <laughs> and just fluid. so everybody knows, Tracy's been doing a lot of listening to like Jada Pinkett Smith and a lot of her stuff. And that's where you're, was it Willow who you were? Yeah, like she said, she might like her, the ideal relationship for her would be one of each, one man, one woman. Like, <laughs> and I think they said that for their grandma? Like, yeah, well, yeah, both Jada and, and Gammy were both kind of like clutching the table, <laughs> trying to like get their bearings. And Jada was? I thought she was more. I would it's new for her too. Oh, okay. Like she was, yeah, she was a little more okay with it right off the bat, but it's still it's not her. But here we go. So see, uh, sorry, I did not mean to cut oh, you off. Okay. That was so rude of me. What an ass. Um, LGBTQQIAAP. I would never remember that. That's a lot. That's um, a big one. Well, they have they have a second T in this one that I just looked up here. Um, um, transgender, and then this one also has transsexual, um, which to a great many people is um, a, um, not to a great many people, but can be seen as a more offensive term than transgender. Um, just like uh, when we used to Rocky Horror Picture Show still says um, transvestite, um, and that is like not no okay hell's no. But no, isn't that no, no, no. so offensive? That so one's rude. a physical condition, though, right? No, no. Wait, um, what's the Oh no, I'm sorry. It was, it was the uh, that that, to my knowledge, the same as transgender. Kind of like, oh okay. Yes. Oh okay. Yes. Um, or when um. When I, when I first started going to gay clubs with my friends, transvestite was totally okay. Well, yeah. time, and, times change, right? Things yeah. evolve, and then we. I mean, even well, now, I ju I'm just learning that's not a normal thing to say anymore. Yeah. Tranny was okay then too, and now I know that that's no, not okay. No, 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 not, not okay. Um, I, I, you know, again, it all it all depends because if some trans people want to use that term for themselves, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, just like the me growing up, the term queer was was rough. It yeah. was if you were called queer, it was because somebody hated you and thought you were 
a freak and yeah. thought you were a piece of garbage. And yeah, now, like, we time. literally yeah. almost use it as an umbrella term and we say, oh, queer people. Yeah. Um, and it took me a little while to uh, figure out and reclaim that word as well. But yeah, now, um, so it all just depends. Yeah. All just depends. I got to mention this, but when me and Chad first met, I can't remember the joke I made, but I made a joke and he just looked at me and was like, are you serious right now? And then who'd have thought years later he loved me? <laughs> <laughs> I spit when I laughed. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember the joke. But... <laughs> I remember that situation very well because the look on his face. Well, I mean, I'm also like, I, I mean, I also am, I actually, I'm being on my best behavior right now, but I have, I'm, I can be quite a, and on the but with you only to my well, I know my <laughs> audience thank you that's it I know my audience and I know my friends and I know how they will take it and I know they will yeah. still love me if I'm a <laughs> jackass sometimes and so I get it so whatever joke you made must have really struck a chord because generally it does not, not much about me <laughs> on that note folks we're just gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back Hello, this is Vijay Prasad with Spire Higher Health and Fitness. Did you know that we offer a seven-day free trial for our online boot camps? If you don't know what an online boot camp is, we'll make it very simple for you because all you need to do is have a little bit of space, some dumbbells, and a Wi-Fi connection. We offer online classes daily, Monday to Friday. Monday and Tuesday, they're at noon. Wednesday through Friday, they are at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Every day is a different workout, and they are live with a small group. All you need to do is get to that computer screen or monitor, and we'll take care of the rest. If you want to try one of our online boot camps and get that fitness goal achieved, especially starting this coming year, then definitely give us a shout. You can email us, info at aspirehighfitness.com. Let's book you in and get things started. And welcome back folks. I hope you had a good quick commercial break there. So we are back and for those just joining us, we are talking with Chad McFarlane who's joining us today. And we're going through some of his life struggles and life uh, growths as he's gone through his journey. And of course, we're talking about things like growing up, coming out of the closet and uh, learning how to accept yourself is one of the things that I think is a big part we took from the last one is, uh, as Chad was saying, one of the things that helped him was the fact of learning how to accept who he was and then that way it's more comfortable when you're dealing with people who may not accept who you are. Um, now, with that part, have you had a lot or maybe even a few bad experiences when it came to that? Um, people not accepting me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. From, um, Jesus, from the time I was um, a kid with, again, it was the 80s. Um, so my brother, I think his favorite word for me was fag, Ooh. faggot. Um, and that's not putting any blame on him now. We were kids, he didn't know any better. Right, yeah. He would he's never, he's ever, 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 ever do that to me now. Um, you know, not to like, you know, shade my brother. It was, again, a, a different time. He has grown, he has learned. Did he even know at that point? Or no, but I mean, obviously I, yes, word, right? I knew something was different about quote unquote different because it's not different but um air quotes different about me and so then you get called it 15 times a day what um, age was this roughly oh jesus um elementary starting okay. starting in elementary school um up until i don't want to say when i came out because i came out when i was 17 and he had matured past that but well into our early teens 13 14 
15, because that's just what you said and that's just what you call people, mm. to um, high school, um, uh, somebody threw an apple at my head, beamed me in the back of the head. Um, I don't know who he was to this day, um, while screaming faggot and running down the hall um, to standing outside gay clubs, um, uh, people driving by in cars and throwing trash while screaming faggot. Um, that word just sounds harsh. To it's it's um it's I, I, I know yeah, it's, it's meant to be hurtful. hurtful but it I, it's, the, it's the only thing they have, and so yeah. they they throw it out. And really, at this point, I mean, I've been called it so many times in my lifetime that it's you know whatever. Um, but Why they yeah, oh, yeah they Which think sad, though, they think it hurts, so they use it yeah. um, to. I mean, oh, online um, online these days. I mean, I still online just what day was it what day are we we're wednesday wednesday i'm gonna say saturday friday saturday um arguing politics online um with somebody who um called uh the lgbtq community specifically called gay men and trans people predators and pedophiles um so to to be associated with pedophilia because I'm gay um, and online you know I, I shut it off and it's not really a good thing when, when it happens when I see like the response on Facebook or I see the tweet I'm like oh the son of a bitch but then like three seconds later like you know you're like man most of the time I mute them and move on um, but it is for for people out there who don't know how to do that yet for just a developing kid for a poor trans kid who doesn't know what's going on to be said that you're a predator to be said that you're a pedophile just because of who you are that is that online is a huge world now it's the world we live in so things like that um are absolutely horrible um luckily there have been very few physical confrontations in my life there have been some um a kid up the block um used to call me faggot all the time we got into a couple of fist fights um i never really told anybody that he would call me faggot it was always just we don't like each other so but that was a huge part of it um i would have just been able to let it go otherwise um yeah there's there's a lot of stuff to i mean even to today um i i'm in a relationship for the first time in like two decades and we went to stampede last week and we held hands throughout the park and we held hands coming out of the park and i thought we were going to get jumped at one point there was a guy who stared us down as he was walking towards us to the point where i actually felt uncomfortable and i'm not a tiny guy anymore i mean i work out every day i'm not huge but i work out every day to the point where i'm at he's least pretty buff folks let's be honest he's, he's pretty jack really he's, not. he's being um, humble here <laughs> um to the point where i'm not overly worried about not being at least somewhat able to take care of myself and i thought he was gonna walk in right between us and start swinging the look of disgust on his face um i was watching because it's been so long since i was in a relationship i was watching people's reactions as they passed us while we were holding hands i'm gonna say one out of three one out of four people their eyes were locked onto our hands holding hands as they walked by us it was it was very 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 uncomfortable even just that feeling you see people that's what people talk about all the time they say this is why we still have pride i can't walk down the street holding hands with my boyfriend i can't walk down the street holding hands with my girlfriend and not be worried for my safety and it is very true it's very true i think that if there was a couple of those people that if we had not been in a big huge crowd definitely would have said something or taken some sort of action towards us and again, we're and that was last 2019. week, 2019. Yeah, like, you know, that was you, last week. Yeah. So yeah, have I had negative experiences? 
yes, you know, um, having trash thrown at you and called faggot is a, is a not life-defining. It is a memory that will stick with you for the rest of your life. Even right. if you don't let it bother you, you will never forget it. Yeah. Um, until it happens so many times that you forget the pre previous one right. and it's just replaced with the next one. Because it's happened more than once. I don't know a single uh, person that's part of the LGBTQ community that hasn't been called a slur from a car driving by because they're too cowardly to say it to your face and they can escape right after and a drive-by slurring. Yeah, <laughs> drive -by not, slurring. not any different than the, than the trolls online yeah. are safe behind yeah, their Yeah, safe behind their screen, phones and safe behind their computer yeah. screens. But yeah. Um, so obviously this is going to take a big mental toll for some folks who are going to have more trouble dealing with it because it's, it is emotional. It's something that's hard to handle and yeah. especially for newer people who are getting getting out there and then starting to actually accept themselves and tell people so this is a new thing so now yeah. they're going to get bombarded with hate sadly to put it that way but they're going to get bombarded with hate yeah and they're not going to know how to handle it yeah what were some things you did to kind of not let the, the, the anger or the the bad feelings the negativity take control of it? well i mean thankfully for me i had at least a small support system that was telling me hey you're you're awesome um, so I was able to compartmentalize most of that. Um, there are going to be people out there that don't have a physical support system. Um, I would definitely recommend if you don't have that one, looking into your city, looking into your town, looking into your community, um, looking to see where there is one, where you can go to reach out, to email, to centers that you can go to, to online communities that you can go to. Um, when you have people saying, hey, nope, when you have people that have been through it and gone through it that are saying, hey, we've, we've been, unfortunately, it's a situation where most of us say, hey, we've all been there. Um, and no, there's nothing wrong with you. No, this is not how it actually is. No, that's not true. No, that's not the way you are. It really helps. Um, for people that don't have that, I'm, I mean, I wish I had great advice. I just really don't. It just, it takes, it takes a, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. Like, I mean, even again, just my brother calling me faggot there. It was, it was hurtful at that age and it took. It took, it was again a process, it took years, years for me to be able to be like, okay, that stuff is not gonna bother me. Um, I hate to say the time heals, but time heals, time time fixes. Um, time allows you to get some perspective on it. You really have to have a strong um, center of your character to be able to deal with hate coming your way. And that goes kind of back to what I was saying with um, self-discovery and self-acceptance. If you can really work on that, um, then a lot of the stuff that will come your way ends up being less influential on you. So self-awareness is one of the big things. Knowing who you are, being confident in who you are will help. Deal with the hate? Deal yeah, with it. completely. If you know you're Am I allowed to swear? I just yes. swear. Yes. Okay. Um, if you know you're fucking fabulous, then no bigot out there in the world is going to be able to tell you that you are not. Yeah. So, and I mean, I hate to say this, but most of us are pretty fucking fabulous. Uh, so. And you know what, folks? That's one thing to under to if you don't have that support system, you heard it here from us. You are. You are, are fine. fucking fabulous. Exactly the way you are. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise, because they will try and it does suck to say it this way but we're in a world where it's going to try to knock you down and keep you there right that's the world we live in it's a place the life isn't nice 
anything that's even remotely different, anything that's even remotely different, which is why trans rights are such a huge, 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 huge issue right now. Um, because trans is quote unquote, again, air quotes, cause it's not, but in our society is newer, air quotes newer than um, just being a gay person or a uh, bisexual person. Um, it's newer. So there is a lot, so much hate directed because to a lot of people, it is still so new. People still fear so, they don't And they understand. fear when they don't understand. And what do they do when they fear? They hate it. They lash out. Um, they try and tear it down. So like, I mean, trans rights are, trans rights are among other things still, you know, LGBT rights and women's rights and, and, um, racial rights. There's, there's, it's, they're the civil rights of our of our day and age at this point um you have yeah. you have trans women especially trans women of color oh, so targeted so so heavily targeted it yeah. makes me want to cry thinking about it um trans women of color are being murdered they're really? being murdered they're just they're being they're being killed they're being people want to exterminate them and these are can you imagine like in that face of hatred in today's world where today's world is so seems to me to be so much more dangerous to still be your authentic self and to be who you are that takes so 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 much in my opinion takes so much courage and i know almost every single trans person i've ever talked to they're like it doesn't take courage to be yourself i'm just me and i get what they're saying but you know when you have people that want to literally murder you to walk down the street as your authentic self there's something in you that, something cool in you that a lot of regular people don't have. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, people people don't like what they don't know. They yeah. fear what they don't know, and, and they and they're getting more used to gay people, tra or um, bisexual people, asexual. They're getting more used to that, but trans. There's there's a real hate on for trans people right now. There's you. There's not a day that goes by that I don't look on any social media or look in the news and I don't see just absolute vile hatred directed towards and this that part is fear breeds ignorance because they're afraid of it so they don't want to take the time to learn about it or well I guess it's interchangeable because if you're afraid of it you won't want to learn about it and if you're ignorant about it you're going to be afraid of it well I think so many people still think like that by opening things up to everyone they're that we're taking something away from them and it's like no it's that what's that you whole saying already it's, have all the rights yeah what's that whole saying it's not pie yeah more it's for not, you doesn't mean there's less everybody. for anybody else yeah. there's there's everybody gets it how does equal yeah. rights did same-sex marriage take marriage away from straight people exactly. no did the world collapse did society collapse but that's yeah. me no. that, again we say this a lot with a lot of these things but that's an ego thing yeah. That has nothing to do with what's actually happened that's someone per taking it personally saying no that's going to take away even though it won't it's a person saying, no, that's going to take away from me. Well, even, no. even to this day, one of the main arguments that I see online from people is you want special rights. You want more rights. No, no bitch. We still just same want the rights. exact same. We still want the exact same. You want to be able to walk come, down the street how and hold your boyfriend's hand. Exactly. How come you want parades and how come you want pride? Well, look at the meaning behind the parades and look at the meaning behind pride. Um, people and don't do that, though. And no, they don't. <clears throat> they just see a, fat, they see a bright, glittery parade and they're like, well, why don't I get one? Well, it's, it's cliche, but be thankful that you don't need one. Yeah. Be thankful that you didn't have to fight for a place where people were literally killed to be able to say, hey, we're proud of who we are. 
be thankful that you don't need one. And people to this day, yeah, they're still they're still out there saying you want special rights, you want more rights. No, we really don't. Um, we want everybody around the world to have the same rights. So we want people in the United States. We have a lot in Canada. We have. I'm very thankful. Um, most most of our rights are equal with everybody else. But you look at just south of the border, and in I don't know how many dozens of states it is that you can be denied um, credit for being gay. You can deny be denied I housing. I didn't know it was that very You can have you can be denied adoption of a child. I mean, there's all these people screaming, "Adopt children! Adopt children! Adopt children!" And there's all these willing parents, and then they say, "No, you can't adopt that child." Um, that can be. Um, denied that can still be fired that can be denied employment um, now imagine you get denied employment you get denied credit at the same time you can't afford the house which you might have been denied anyway like there are places no we don't want special rights we don't want special rights for anybody we want equal rights across the board and again using the exact thing i just said like which again is just breaking down to the simplest form but you just want to be able to walk down the street holding your boyfriend's hand yeah just that like yeah and for some reason some people are like, well, no. <laughs> I want to be able to do it without being stared Dare at that. or yeah. being afraid or that one threatened. of these people that is staring at me is going to. I'm not kidding. I can see the look in that man's eyes. We were just slightly outside of the Stampede grounds, and we were walking. We were walking for that. We were crossing McLeod, where the Humpties is, and we were crossing that that way. I don't know my directions and uh to get a little bit further off the stampede ground so it would be much easier to get an uber so we wouldn't have to wait for a cab or whatever and we would hopefully just grab one that was maybe on the way to the stampede grounds and right. get it before it hit the stampede ground so we were off of the stampede grounds and i can see the like utter look of disgust and hatred in that guy's eyes and i swear to god if we were not in a big there was lots of people walking to and from the stampede i don't know what he would have said or what actions he might have taken i can literally close my eyes and see the hate in his eyes so all I want is to for people not to not to look at me like that because I'm holding somebody's hand. Yeah. How does that affect you? And that's yeah. exactly what it's like. <laughs> why, why this, do you care? Yeah, that's, it has nothing back I had nothing to do with them. What and, you do at home behind closed doors is your business. Nobody else's. And even what you do in public is your business. Nobody yeah. else's. Yeah, when what you do has no effect on somebody else's yep. life, why do they care? But it's zero effect. It's still in an age where there's Maybe it was someone who was questioning his own sexuality, and you know that maybe it was that situation. Who knows? Where he was, maybe he was that way, and he was trying to argue against because society told me he's not allowed. So there's so many unfortunate things with the way the world is that need to change. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Maybe he's just an ignorant man, and I don't say ignorant as an insult. Ignorant, literally meaning less educated yeah. so yeah. maybe he just doesn't have the education and there's um, lots of that because i mean you know there's also that trope that oh everybody who hates it is a closeted homophobe which then paints a bad light on gay people saying they're these horrible violent people who just can't accept themselves that may be true in a small fraction of the cases but i mean it's it's generally probably not yeah not that not i don't want to say not anymore but you know there's there's a lot of all i'm saying is there's a lot of reasons there's there's a, there's a lot of reasons so yeah. going into now changing gears a little bit from that yep. when it comes to your your physical health yep right so i did say we we're gonna talk a little bit about the workout stuff. yep now <laughs> would you say that your physical condition does make you feel better and more able to deal with the dress handle cope with such things yes yeah yeah and where would what did you say it started from that or would you say that you just recognize that as a symptom after the fact um 
working out helping me yeah. deal with it. Um, I recognized it after the fact. Okay. Because um, when I was a teen and I had just come out, I was a skinny, 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 skinny little man. Um, <laughs> I was a tiny, tiny little man. So he's saying um, he's petite. <laughs> <laughs> um, and at the time I was all like, no, I can handle anything. I'm badass. I'm, um, and now with more confidence in my physical self, because I never had confidence in my physical self. And I mean, it's still lacking. It's something that we all go through. I think we all hate our bodies no matter what, where we're, where we're at with our physical fitness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, um, since I have become more confident in my physical self, it has definitely um, improved my life in numerous, numerous, numerous ways. Um, and that's absolutely one of them. When you're confident in your inside, in your insides, it helps you feel confident on your outsides, but when the insides match the outsides to be like, hey, this is, I'm super confident on the, and look at this on the outside or look at this on the outside, which sometimes helps you become more confident on the inside. Um, it becomes, yeah, it absolutely becomes much easier. Um, yeah, for sure. And it became, on the other side of that, so then did it become a passion because you recognize how it helped you or was it already a passion? Um, I, I want to be all deep and meaningful and say yes, it became a, a passion because of that, but I really, I just like looking good. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no, there's no um, wrong answer on that. Um, so it, it's, it, yeah, it's not something bigger and deeper. It's a, an amazing side effect. It's an amazing, amazing side effect of it, but it became a passion because one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, I never thought I could look like this. I look good. And I never thought I looked good before that. Um, and if that, you guys want to see what he looks like, what is your Instagram? <laughs> um, it's, it's, I don't know if you probably want to see it. I'm kind of a hoe. Um, <laughs> but it's can't wait to be. Um, and the two is like the number two and then B is just the letter B. So can't wait to B. If you um, want to follow Chad, then you can see exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was another one of the side effects. And I mentioned this just before we started um, the podcast when you guys said, oh, are you repping that underwear brand? No, I'm just a hoe and I like to take, <laughs> I like to take pictures that, that show off what I look like they I was so insecure in my looks and my body for so 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 long that working out has made me find this inner confidence that I that I don't think has turned to a conceitedness because I still am all anytime I get a compliment I'm all like oh my god no shut up um, <laughs> like it's still and in my brain I'm still kind of connecting everything together but I, I gave me this confidence to be free in who I am and realizing that you want to know what if if I want to put a picture up on Instagram that is a straight up hoe, thirst pick, thought pick, I have every damn right to do that because mm -hmm. I have worked my ass off to be here. And you want to know what? Even for the people that haven't but still love themselves, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do that. Um, I would obviously always recommend physical fitness because of the so many, so many um, benefits to it. Um, but obviously, I mean, anybody can be confident in how they look and do what they want to do. But no, like, I, I, do my Instagram for things that make me feel good. I put it up for me. Um, I put up what I enjoy. So there's a lot of comics books on it. Then there's a lot of me being a hoe. And, and I 
have a good time with it. And I look back at the pictures and like every single time I post a picture, I'm almost shaking and I'm like, oh my God, don't put this up. It's too slutty. And then I, and then I put it up and I flip back through my Instagram like a couple of weeks later and I'm like, damn, I looked good in that picture. Like, like, so yeah, I mean, if you want to follow me, go for it, but be prepared. Uh, cause, that, cause that's, that's the kind of Instagram I run and I have absolutely no shame about it. Oh, and, I have to and, find that picture yeah. from my birthday. How many years ago with me and Chad then to post up for, for this podcast when we episode, share it yeah. from, uh, we're at, Oh God, what's the picture? <laughs> oh, just, it was me and you. Uh, yeah, was, I can't remember which one, but yeah, we we're just up and we we're just hugging. Oh, um, were you we're behind twisted. me? Oh, well, we were. Oh, we were interested. Yeah. Yes, I'm knowing the exact picture you're talking about. Yeah. We were out on front of the street. <laughs> That's right. We yeah. were out on the street in front of Twisted. Have to find that. Um, <laughs> yes, I remember that. I, exa- I remember that picture exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. So. No, go for it. There's that was a nice picture. There's there's very few things I veto anymore for people that want to post to me. I veto a lot of stuff myself. I will take 37 different pictures to put up the one that I like the best, even though they're almost identical. And I know in my head they're identical, but like there's one that usually jumps out at me. Um, But no, no veto. Go for it. (laughs) So closing thought on today's podcast with you. So all the struggles all the trials, tribulations, all the successes, all the achievements right now. Are you feeling pretty happy? Um, yes, um, I am, but it's also, I don't want to say it as like an, like, um, a final, yes, I am because it's ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, a couple of years ago, I was in such deep, dark throes of depression that I was, I had a hard time getting out of bed and I was like, this world would just be better without me. Um, it doesn't, what, what good am I doing here? I don't need to be here. Um, and I, thankfully I managed to work through that. And one of the ways I worked through it was, was physical fitness going, I don't want to say it became my crutch because it didn't become my crutch, but it became something that I could use to work through. Um, and I go to the gym, like I go to the gym seven days a week, which people are like, Oh my God, seven days a week. You don't take a rest. You don't take a break. I do at the gym. This some of the specific workouts I do. I take a rest I take a break and it helps me be happy. Um, cause I know we were talking about physical fitness and that's a thing for the podcast. And yes, it, it helps me work through. I go into that gym for an hour, hour and a half, two hours a day. I put on the headphones and I work through the stuff that's in my head while I'm lifting the weights, mm-hmm. while I know that I'm increasing my confidence. I know I'm increasing um, I know I'm, I'm feeling better about how I look. I'm changing how I look to feel better about it. Um, and I work through all that stuff. So am I happy at the moment? Yes. Can I say that I will stay that way? No, because Life depression changes. and stuff is a tricky bitch yeah. and you never know when it's going to sneak up on you. Um, but am I at the moment? Yeah. Yes. And I can definitely say we are happy that you are here in this world. <laughs> we, you are one of those people. So again, we've been friends for a long time and yeah. I can say like, I love you very much, man. <laughs> we are happy to have you with us on this one. We are happy to talk to you. I'm happy that we are friends. <laughs> and I'm also very grateful you came to this with us today. You No, you're, no problem. You're, thank you very much for having me. I, I don't know why you wanted me, but whatever, I can. I'm, <laughs> I, I think our I'm audience will be very time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think our audience will probably have some things to say about why they're happy that you're here with us too. Because <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that, as I always say, even if one person hears this and gets something out of it, we've done something good. 
that's kind of my philosophy too. I, I don't, not mouth off, but I talk a lot on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter about stuff. And I always figure if just one person, just one person hears it and it helps one person, then even all the hate that gets thrown at me being called a pedophile or being called a predator, if one person sees what I wrote and it helps them, then it was all worth it. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us on another episode of Spy Higher Health and Fitness. And thank you, Chad, for joining us. This was very good. This was enlightening. This was informative. And I mean, even for me, some things I never even knew. This was fantastic. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> Trace, any final thoughts? No, I think this was fun. And it was good seeing you. And we yeah, always say we're going to get together. So still it's about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, we are going to get back to having our coffee without you guys listening. So everybody take care and catch us on the next one. See you guys. Hello, all. This is BJ Brissot with Spire Higher Health and Fitness. And I want to know from you what you have to say. If you have any comments or questions, anything that you want clarification on in our podcast, or even if you want to be included somehow, just let us know by sending us a quick email. Our email address is info at aspirehigherfitness.com. And we want to hear from you. Any ideas, any comments, any questions, any concerns, we want to know what you want to know. Take care. Thanks for listening to our Spire Higher Health and Fitness podcast. If you do want to find us, you can find us on the internet, the internet, the web, www.aspirehigherfitness.com. And you can email us, info at aspirehigherfitness.com. Definitely let us know if you want to try that free trial online bootcamp. We are in Mountain Standard Time, and that is going to be run via Facebook. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe so we can continue to help you level up your life. Aspire Higher Health and Fitness, it's about overcoming.